0: Hey, this is Nomad, host and creator of the Career Musician Podcast. Why do they call me Nomad? Well, i traveled the globe spreading the joy of music one song at a time. And now I bring you wisdom, tried and true knowledge, and life experiences of my colleagues and peers in this crazy business we call Music. On this episode of The Career Musician, we have a drummer's circle with Richie Pena, James Agnew, Rashid Williams, Brian Spawn, and Xavier Valade.
1: This is The Career Musician Podcast with your host, Nomad.
0: Okay, so we're on a gig in Chicago. We're backstage after soundcheck, pre-show, and what do we do? Well, we eat. There's catering, yay! So we have Richie Pena, James Agnew, Brian Spawn, Rashid Williams, and Xavier Valaday, and then there's me. <laughs> so I'm the only guitar player amongst five drummers. Clearly, it's not fair as I am outnumbered. <laughs> but I bring up something really interesting. We're talking about the sociology of musicians. Now, we have egos. We've already deduced that. We know that we all have giant egos as musicians. We are our own worst critic, enemy, and all of the above. However, I started the conversation, I know I'm an instigator, with saying, how come all the drummers get along, but guitar players don't get along? Well, we discuss this and many more topics in this fun-filled episode. We're here in Chicago at the Northerly Island First Something Pavilion playing some shows, and we got some amazing drummers in the house. What, what were you just saying
2: about drummers and guitar players? Now it's a known fact: all drummers get along. All drummers
3: all get along. All
2: drummers get along. Every last one
3: of us. You we know will what?
2: Walk into a room and become family immediately. You know what? Guitar players, it's not so much. And here's the thing: now I'm a guitar
0: player mm-hmm. by trade. And I have to say He's 100% dead right
2: I'm so glad we all understand yeah,
0: yeah. Oh man Why is that? Let's talk about the uh, the
2: idiosyncrasies of that why, why do you think that is? I actually have no idea Yeah You, know, you would think That guitar players will get along because there's fewer guitar players than there is drummers. Good point. So nobody should be fearful of losing a gig Good or point. nobody should be in competition. Yeah. Drummers, that's
0: why. Why are there so many more drummers? Seriously, you got to ask
2: that question? It's the best instrument in the, the world. Best <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, this podcast
0: series is with a round of drummers. It's always going to be the coolest instrument on stage. Right. Um,
2: that's hilarious. So tonight on the bill is Jill Scott and Lettucey and Avery Sunshine and Babyface. Although, i, I, mean, well, I like to make a point that uh, James Mook Agnew is playing for two of these artists. Yes, he one is. Night. <laughs> James Mook Agnew is playing for two artists. He is playing for Babyface and uh, Legacy. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about double dipping. Who knows about that? Yes, I know about it from church days. I don't think I've ever done it uh, at this level. Oh yeah. Well, double dip into something of your fruit when you can get two gigs in one night one hit. When the stars align and you get two of the artists that you work for all in the same night and everybody's okay with it, right. everybody's willing to still cut you a check evenly, that is a beautiful thing. That's a very good point because it could be frowned upon because, well, wait a minute, well, why does he get to, you know, but,
0: or from an artistic standpoint, he's my drummer. I don't want him playing with so-and-so. Exactly, exactly, I don't want yeah. her playing with this. She's my drummer. I mean, so it is a kind of a tight wire to, to walk a fine line. Let's talk about that as, as it relates to... To business, how do you keep everyone happy? Because as contracted career musicians, first, yeah. we have to be concerned about the artist, right? But then there's artist management, then there's, there might be some other assistant managers, tour managers, but then of course there's production managers, yeah. there's stage managers, there's the rest of the
2: band. Let's talk about all the Background. politics that go, a lot go along politics. with being a professional in hmm. this well, day about, and age. It's about who you know, not to be cliche. Yeah. I think drummers nowadays there's YouTube generation. Everybody thinks about Chops. chops. Everybody thinks about yeah. chops. chops. I was listening to you play today, and it was funny because I'm sitting there like, it's amazing that as a drummer, this guy has held my attention. He's like, well, at no point did I look at anybody else. Uh, and you locked it. it in. Oh yeah. Oh, at yeah. no point did I miss Chops. I didn't miss anything. I was like, he's locking he's the locking music it. in. Bro.
3: It's cool to see a virtuoso. It's cool to see that, right? And it's great to see it by itself. But man, if the music don't call for it, there's no excuse to play it. If it ain't part of it, if it's not gonna make like the audience feel better about it or the crowd, it's just, you know, I came from like a Latin background. Nice. And, and it was all about chops you know but oh, uh, until it, right. until until you had an old man playing congas and uh, 14 piece guys who had to gel gotta lock it in doc that's it Yeah. Right. and ain't wow. three guys who were gonna make it he was like you got 14 guys and you all have to play you all have to play
0: together
2: that's hard and that's
3: it man and there's no click tracks nope uh-huh. None that's of that. the beauty it's about just... rhythm
2: too though cause if you can manage to feel it Uh, It's infinite possibilities of what can can actually
3: happen. That's why we have the best instrument in the world. Look, in again.
2: Let's talk about polyrhythms on that note when you
0: have a lot of guys playing together because if you have too many uh, guys playing the same rhythms you're going to get flamming, right? Maybe not only polyrhythms but let's talk about different subdivisions and groupings and say, hey, you're going to stick to this you're going to stick to that. You stick to this and then when you get comfortable in that and you feel that you feel the ebb and flow of that groove then all of a sudden somebody can step out and throw a polyrhythm on top right? right so first you have to build your foundation and you have to assign your, your, your subdivisions right
3: Yep.
0: in a group setting mm-hmm. Let's talk about that
3: I think there's always one person in the band who always sets a tone whether it is by choice or not as long as everybody is following that tone it works because right. if you got two guys trying to lead it Gonna clash, or you're gonna have a solo fest, you know. Yeah, everybody. It'll just be a
2: bit competitive and no foundation, yeah, it's yeah exactly. Bad. Right, I don't know about you guys. I don't count those things anymore. I don't either. I just either. No. it's you all ears now, yeah. It's right. so all feeling yeah. ears, you know what I mean. And like, I think when I first started shedding in Philly a lot, I would be trying to figure that stuff out. Like, what is he playing? And how's he playing it? And the more I did it, the more I realized like, it's really nobody really is saying, well, he's playing this, so I'm going to play the subdivision of that. Right. It's It's real. Yeah, it's all feel. It's all feel. Now, conversely, though, like the setting you were talking about, yeah. you have a conguero,
0: a
3: timbalero, you know, yeah. all these
0: different guys. Yeah, you have a minor guy minor playing percussion a clave. Yeah. So, so dissect that
3: for us. I think that musically was always like the best lesson for me because you have a conguero making sure that he's keeping pocket. You have a timbalero to the left. You have a guy playing bongos. Then you have another minor percussion You're either playing Greeders, Maracas, or whatever. On top. And on top of it. Mm-hmm. So if one guy is off, the whole one thing is thing. off. It doesn't matter how great you are, you are, your instrument next, yeah. is out man I heard it in church and I heard it everywhere. Big ears. You gotta have big ears. You yeah. yeah. gotta have the biggest
0: ears. Okay, so this truly is Drummers United. We have Rashid Williams who has been the drummer for John Legend and Jill Scott. Richie Pena who has been the drummer for Natalie Grant, Babyface, Tony Braxton, David Foster, Andrea Bocelli. We have James Agnew who has been the drummer for Jason Derulo, Babyface, and drummer and musical director for Let And then we have have Xavier Valade, local Chicago drummer, and Brian Spawn, yes, the owner and mastermind of Spawn Drums. You're listening to the Career Musician Podcast with your host, Nomad. How come the new, what we call the information generation, how come they have it skewed? Let's talk about the, the YouTube chops
2: thing. What's going on here? My personal opinion is that a particular level of access got granted. And when that access got granted, the appreciation for it fell. Ooh, Point, perfectly growing Great. up, it was like early teenage years, and I'm playing for my first like gospel group at like 13, right. and like stuff is good, right? You know, I hear about all these guys in Philly, Spanky Don Robinson, Brian Frisier-Moore, right. yeah. Eric Trippett, Lil' oh. John Roberts. Like I'm hearing about all these guys and they're frequenting Philly because they're all from there. So I had to travel to Philly wow. to go see them. Yeah, yeah it made me appreciate wow. the process. I only got one night. I got one
3: hour. Yeah. So catch it, these guys.
2: I got to get everything I can get. Yeah. And I got to go home and practice it so that I can commit it to memory. Right. Now, everything is at your fingertips. Amazing. You don't have to go anywhere. You can just log on to YouTube, log on to one of these other sites. And you ever heard of Periscope where you can stream? We yeah. yeah. were just talking we're just about just it instead of buying where you record it and then post it. Yes. you it oh, It streams it. Live. live. I'm like, what is live. this? That's we great. never had that crap. Nope. So, so at the end of the day, it's like, I know tons of youngsters who, I'll say to them, hey man, come to the studio, plenty of drums everywhere, set some stuff up, talk drums, talk shells, talk tuning, talk anything you want to talk. These guys say, well, I looked at this tuning thing on YouTube and it said this. And then, yeah, man, I saw all your clips on, on YouTube too. So like, we don't really have to shed together. But that's, that's the era. That's, that's the era that's the, that's the new era they're, they're lacking face-to-face communication, yeah, social that, skills. But the sad thing, is it big. also shows obvious guys that are working versus guys that it, that's the truth. Guys, that like me and me and Mook were just talking, and I was like, "Yeah, you get these kids; they'll take low money to no money, right? To do just to get, to get out because they get on an go. endorsement, yep. and they think that that's all that matters in the game." Let me help the, no if, anybody
0: who's listening dissect that a little bit. The reason why there's an issue with that is because what you're doing is you're diluting. The yes, whole product, the whole market, and, yes. the whole market. Yep. and you're you're degrading the quality of, and the skill level yes. of what we as musicians are delivering to the artists that we're backing up. Yep. And you know, if you have an experienced, well-seasoned guy, uh, even let's not say a veteran. Let's just say a guy's been doing it on you know professional yeah. level five, six years. Who knows? And he says, "Man, you know what? I can't do it for less than X amount of dollars." But you have a guy who's just starting it's his first year and he goes you know what for free Oh, I'll could, for free, for we'll free. Down, <laughs> knock a thousand dollars off that and I'll do what what are you yeah. doing And that's so the now thing, yeah. all of a sudden you have just stamped musicians as crabs in a bucket so everybody's going to cut each other's throat everybody's going
2: to out, you know, uh, uh, outbid the next guy yeah. and, and then, before you know, know it what ends up happening is that the guys like us who really want to do it and want it to be right we end up taking the L we take the loss because that's it's like right. well I can either not play music and just watch music crumble and go down the drain or i can play music for a lesser number and keep the integrity of the music yeah, that's right and that's where the love yeah. clearly the love clearly comes the love in clearly. but i mean exactly. it's like you know i tell people all the time you know my one of my favorite cars that i do not own yet and i will i give myself i think i'm two more years to my five year getting this yeah. car is the world edition benz x650 like special order vents, you know right. what I mean? Like they don't even put them on lots. Right. It's like a hundred and ten thousand dollar car. Right. I tell people all the time, there's a reason why that car costs that much. That's right. There's a reason why you can't go to a dealership and find that same car for twenty thousand dollars. It's just right. not gonna happen. Right. Or even it's sixty thousand. Or even sixty thousand. But yeah. same way with musicians. Yeah. There's a reason yeah. why that guy's expensive. He has clearly That's right. the knowledge. proper everything the to fit that number. That's so funny. Say as that. soon as you get The the youngster that just wants the the quick come up or whatever, yeah, you just want to put yourself into a a bit of a hoopty, you know what I mean?
0: And with that wisdom,
2: let me say, with that wisdom
0: comes great enlightenment and great freedom. The other two weeks ago, I was on a private jet with Nathan East, Greg Philanganes, and Jr. or John Robinson, right? Nice. David Foster, Babyface, and Kenny G. We're all flying to a gig. that very thing Nathan East I I had the pleasure of interviewing Nathan and JR they were gracious enough to do the podcast and it's so funny you say that because Nathan East and, 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 and all these guys are notoriously very high paid especially through time you know but not one of them mentioned that not one of them said you know what well I'm doing it for the money I'm I'm here because I got the highest no 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 it's all about the love and Nathan East you know look himself JR man I have a gig would you mind would you be into coming yeah man if I'm available I'll come they a gig they, they they don't say no it doesn't matter you know yeah. so there's a fine line between underbidding right yeah. and also knowing your value and your worth yeah. and you then you gotta to know your place yeah you gotta know your place and I mean yeah. I tell guys
2: all the time at home cause we do this like we tour this is what we do right I don't touch my drums on tour you know what I mean Right. You got yeah. a drum tech you know, right, it right, you right, for right, you. Right. drum tech does everything for you and then, right, then I get up there I play them right. especially now being a musical director I, 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 drums got come so last so that's many I'm
0: the last guy on everything stage. else that's happens and then, crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And then crazy. Crazy. Yeah. comes drums the crazy thing
2: is when I'm home I tell guys I get pleasure out of putting my small setup that I keep at home in my car driving to a cover band gig at a small bar that's right where just nobody knows anything about anything. what I do outside yep. of that they as far as they know I got a regular job that I'm showing up to the next morning And yep. I came out to do it I'm, I'm like know the difference between that and the full tour you know go. the yeah. difference in how you price yeah. that versus how you price a tour yeah. I yeah. do that stuff for free you know what I mean that's I just right. want to play however that's for the love of it yeah that's for the love right. of it you mm-hmm. just gotta realize the the business sense too right. you know what I'm saying so it's too many people just got all these worlds built into one and mixed everything up. And it was like, That's right. I want to play drums. And then it was, okay, I want to play drums and make money. Then it, over time it became, I want to play drums, I want to do chops. Right. Then it was, I want to play right. drums, I want to do chops, and I want endorsements. And, oh yeah, why do I want endorsements? I don't know, because stuff is free. free. <laughs> and it's like, actually, endorsements are more work they all they are more than tricks. just buying everything, because no. you don't only buy uh-huh. anything, you know what I'm saying?
0: drummers so you're watching an amazing drummer on youtube and they're playing something so crazy you just can't figure it out if only you can tap this drummer on the shoulder and say hey can you slow it down and break it down for me man PossibleChops.com does exactly that they've asked some of the top of the line drummers to play in short digestible phrases some of their craziest chops then they slow it down and transcribe it so you can Actually learn what the heck they're doing. They're making chops possible. Now possiblechops.com is an online drum lesson website that makes it easy to add to your drumming vocabulary from some of the baddest professional drummers. And when I say baddest, I mean the dopest, illest, most ridiculousest drummers you ever heard. Imagine getting a breakdown from drummers who played with the likes of Usher, Earth, Wind & Fire, Chick Corea, Babyface, Sheryl Crow, Tony Braxton, and the list goes on. The PossibleChops.com community is designed to allow drummers to share ideas and help you on your path to becoming a pro and getting gigs. That's right, folks. Actually getting real gigs. If you're serious about drumming, do yourself a favor and visit PossibleChops.com Join today And basic membership Is free However If you decide To upgrade To a pro membership Use the promo code Nomad To get your First free month That's right folks Use coupon code Nomad And you get the whole First month Absolutely Free Adding new chops Are now made possible For drummers On PossibleChops.com Add us to your Spotify and other streaming playlists. Let's talk about endorsements. It's difficult. And why is that?
3: Why are endorsements
0: difficult? I, I know why it is, but I want to hear your perspective. I,
3: I, think we I all have a totally same. different view on, on endorsements, and I'm going to give you my I yeah, want yeah, yeah, I I yeah. yeah, I I to hear everybody. Everybody's. My view is this. I had X brand that I was endorsed by uh-huh. because I thought... I was cool. It came to me and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is great. But I didn't end up liking the endorsement. endorsement. I didn't end up liking the 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 product. Yeah. And I said, man, I'm lying to myself. How am I gonna come up here and play music that I love? And and play drums that I love and really like say, this is horrible. I'm not even digging it. Right. You know, just because this person, X brand, gave you that endorsement, it doesn't mean it's the right fit for you. does not mean that at all at all so before you start looking for the XYZ brand to give you that thing it's like find what you love first I was endorsed by that XYZ company and there was this festival that only one kit made it and it was by this man and his artist said you know what man all your cats can play it you know it was like just it was the middle of nowhere big festival we're talking about you know 30,000 people out there waiting and like none of the gear hardly made it so there was one kit left out there and we all played that kit that night and I was like, "This is what I need to be playing." And what was year was this? Two thousand six or seven. Amazing. You guys been together almost ten years. Almost ten years. Yeah, 10 years, yeah.
0: yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> but we were talking about endorsements <laughs> and how. What is the role of, 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 of a career musician, what I like to refer to? Uh, what, what is their responsibility when they get an endorsement? And from you, the product maker, what, how do you view it? I mean, this is a great perspective. This is what all young
1: aspiring endorsy hopefuls yes. need to know. Well, from the from the manufacturer maker's point of view, you want to be involved with people that are that are professional in not only in their business situation but personally too. You know, because they're a reflection of your company. You want somebody that uh, loves your product for what it is and is interested in your gear because it speaks to them, not because. They're getting some great deal or, you know... Or because it's free. Or yeah, this guy gives it, well, I can get it free from yeah. from this company, you know, or this guy gives me a better deal than that guy, you know. I think that kind of sours the the relationship. It's not really very respectful or or mutual. And the idea is to develop a relationship oh with somebody... That believes, you believe in what they're doing, they believe in what you're doing, you're kind of working together towards a common goal, try to help out the individual, and that individual is trying to promote your brand as well, to introduce it to new, new people things get convoluted is what's happening right and and uh, the waters get cloudy now we all know
0: there's a surplus of musicians these days there's a surplus of musical instruments there's a surplus of everything and there's a lesser demand so you have to pick and choose whom you create these relationships with very carefully basically the bottom line is
2: pick a company you really like that speaks to you. You're, you're playing them because you love their instruments, not because you're getting freestyle. No, the crazy them. thing is, yeah. if you do it right, it won't even really be about picking a company. Like something you said that was so real. real. Just, just love what you do and just play. That's like, it, man. When you sit on that kit and you know that's the kit, that's how you get 10 year relationships. Dude. Yeah. I've been with Mapex Drums for 10 years. That's Why? That. Because Eric <laughs> yeah, man. sat down on a uh, kit straight out of the box at Jazz Cafe in London. First one that played the kit, and I was like, These are drums I'm gonna play forever. That's it, that's it. And that's all it took for me. Been with him ever since. Watch growth happen. Watch all these different things take place. And then of course now, you know, you get the guys that are just like Oh, I heard they're an easy company to get with, so I'm trying to. And it's, them, yeah, I'm right. gonna go with yeah. them for that. And it's it, like it
4: really jacks up the game, and it really, it really takes it out of context, man. And I'm, I look at it the same type of, type of situation with Tamil. Like I had been playing Tama drums, and it was like, man, this these are drums that 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 project and get my sound out there. You know, I'm saying it lets me execute effectively. It really wasn't a big deal, and it was so weird. They came at me, man. They they I had a kit. I was with Sean Kingston at the time. And they had a kit sent to Dancing with the Stars, and from that day, they were trying to find me, and it was weird because it was like. I didn't even know, and it was just so happened. Uh, manager at the time was at at Nam, and he went to the channel the booth, and it was like, man, you know, what I'm saying you know James. And he was like, we are we looking for this guy? Where is he? Like, what's what's going on with him? And it just was a match made in heaven. It's been great since then. But it's like I didn't focus so much on man, what company can give it to me for free? I just wanted to play drums, man, and it was just the love of what I was doing, man. And it it just made it come together, man. A lot of Attraction, bro. It just made it come together, you know.
0: What I really like about these guys is the sense of camaraderie. Yes, they all play the same instrument. So technically, they could all be in competition with one another. However, let's seriously take into consideration all of the variables before you turn around and say to your brother or sister, Oh man, I can't be cool with you because we're vying for the same gigs. That's a bunch of baloney. First, they live in different cities. Well, there's a lot of different gigs in a lot of different cities. Secondly, they each are their own individual person with their own unique style. So if somebody's going to hire them, most likely they're going to hire that person for who they are as a musician and just as a human being offstage. And thirdly... They are just sharing some good respect and love amongst peers. And that's the way it should be. So musicians, listen to me. If you get caught up in that crap, I don't want to hear it. There is no excuse. Don't be in competition with your brothers and sisters out there. It is not worth it. It's too much negativity. Let's all be positive. Trust me, there's enough work to go around for everyone. Subscribe to The Career Musician on Apple Podcasts. Now, that
3: brings up a, a, another good topic because you have five drummers here, right? Hey. <laughs> We have our own character. That's the best thing about our instrument. It's uh, yeah, yeah. like, we can all do the same job, but yeah. we'll always bring our own character.
0: Brian Spawn, since you're a, a, a company owner, hey. how, how does the, the social media aspect fit in for you? What do you expect your endorsee to do in the social media structure? How much
1: visibility are you hoping to get? Or is, is that just a fallacy? Is it something that... It's, starts with the no, company. it's it's important because everybody's so linked together via right. social media in one way or another, whether it's your Facebook, Instagram, or any of the many Periscope methods. Whatever, you know, whatever whatever is your deal. You know, people are connecting that way, so it's important to be that way. I, I don't I don't think there's any s- specific way to. Promote, but I think it's important that if somebody's gonna be an endorser of your product that they that they talk about it. Nobody wants to see somebody posting ads over and over and getting bombarded. You know, right. if it's part of your regular life, it should be part of your regular conversation and it should be at the frequency that it would normally come up, come up in a conversation. Because right. that's not right. something where you know all of a sudden some guy's just hammering on social media about right. this particular right. product. Right. Everybody gets turned off to that. It's not real. Or in a conversation, if you say, you should really hire me. That's the worst
3: conversation. Oh, you got any work? Yeah,
2: it's like, dude, really? It's funny, though, to even hear that kind of stuff because you can, it's such different lingo used in all different levels. It's almost like you can tell who's professional who's who's not. I don't think I ever remember... You should hire me. All right. Yeah. Of course, I was being a little. Silly. No, no, but I know people that who do, do You know, young cats will do it Jeez. in an Like, yeah, yo, yeah. man, yeah. you should hire me. And it's like, what? Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah like, what I don't you know, know about, about that. Right, right, you know, right. it's different than the person coming to you saying, hey, man, we should work together one day. Right We should Let's 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 find a way To
0: collaborate And again You know
2: if it's Somebody that you're you're Interested in Man This world man This is This is an interesting World It is
0: So uh, let's go around The the circle real quick The drummer circle With the guitar player
1: Holding me Yeah man
4: (laughs) Just real quick Tell us your name Oh man I'm James Agnew
3: Man drummer
1: Drumming uh, to the star. To the dog. come on man. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Spawn, owner of Spawn Drums and SimTech Symbols That's
3: it, I'm Richie Pena, man And pleasure to be here amongst yeah, my amazing everybody.
1: drummers Rashid I'm, Williams, man, I'm just a drummer that loves to play, man You're
2: to the stars, too <laughs> Xavier Validator, Chicago drummer, up
0: and coming yeah. trying to find my way. Let's talk about perspective. I met Xavier on, uh, on a gig here. I was doing with Kirk Whalum in Chicago. Uh, I put a little band together. Kirk said, hey, man, I got to do this gig, but I need to get some local cats. So I made some calls, got the band together, blah, blah. thanks to our good friend Eddie Torres. And we had Chuck Webb on the gig and Stu Miniman. Great band, they, they really kicked ass that night. It was great that day. Uh, Xavier, tell us about the whole experience that you've been going through and where you are and your trajectory and a little bit about what you're learning today, hanging out with these cats. Honestly, this is every drummer's dream, to be sitting in a drum circle like this.
2: I mean, I'm not even a drummer and I know that. For me, I'm kind of a guy of few words, but I kind of basically just like to have words of wisdom. And I think for me, I'm not the kind of guy to just kind of like jump out to something that I don't know what's going on. I think as far as in my career right now, nobody really knows me. They probably know of me or whatever, but, you know, I would probably like just to learn from people that's out there doing it. Right. You know, and what better way to find your niche with people that's
4: already doing it? You know, I'm sure people have made mistakes, but, you know, you just, you you know, you want to put your
0: best foot forward. So let me just say something about your character that spoke to me. Your, your humility is great and I love it, man. And you can, he's really talented, he could really play. He's got nice. big ears. Yeah. And, and what we know about big ears is that's like the most important part about his gig, right? So other young drummers who may be listening to this, other young musicians who maybe be listening to this, keep that in mind. It's all about humility and, you know, knowing when to speak, knowing when to keep your mouth shut. Always keep your eyes and ears wide open and yeah. like, yeah. keep that yeah. mouth closed. And when you do speak, speak, speak politely, with, with, with courtesy and you know and that and humility and that's definitely you,
3: man. Yeah, so I appreciate it. Yeah, man. absolutely. I mean we're in the drummer circle. Right. I'm just gonna correct one thing he says. Drummers never make mistakes. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> 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 that's how you close this well, thing right well, here. That's how we are. Well, on that note,
0: Right, you <laughs> want wait wait hey, a minute, first uh, of all, did you just say no Drummers can't play notes.
2: Oh. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, Thank, you answer. Answer. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you guessed it, that wraps another episode of the Career Musician Podcast by yours, Truly Nomad. Why do they call me Nomad? Because I've traversed the globe, spreading the joy of music, one song, one gig, one note at a time. Don't forget, subscribe, leave a review, comment, share, follow, like, love, download, stream, talk about everything The Career Musician, because we are all in this together. Thank you so much. Until next time, rock and roll R&B, jazz, polka, reggae, folk, boleros. Oh, let's think of some more. Merengue, salsa, and all the genres of music ever created, ever known to man. Thank you for tuning in to The Career Musician. Please click the subscribe button and share The Career Musician podcast on your
1: social media feeds.
0: I'm just a nomad Nowhere man Writing the songs In this one man band A nomad Mad here, host and creator of the Career Musician Podcast, wanting to tell you all about PantheonPodcast.com Network. I am a part of this collective that is solely music-based podcasts. And guess what? It is the only one of its kind on the globe so far. It is a collective of an independent network of podcasts all based on music, which dig into the culture, technology, history, and everything else you can imagine that has to do with music. Thank you so much for listening, and be sure to check us out at PantheonPodcasts.com.